Hey, it's July 17th. It's Tuesday. And I have a quote of the day from Phyllis Diller. She was an American comedian. Uh, she was born July 17th, 1917, and she died August 20th, 2012. Not that long ago. And the quote is this. Housework can't kill you, but why take a chance? And that's your quote of the day. Good morning, and here are your horoscopes for July 17th from the New York Post and Sally Brompton. Aquarius, at some stage today, you will come to the conclusion that trying to work in harmony with a certain person is no longer no longer worth the time or the tears. Be decisive and end the partnership now. In your heart of hearts, you know it won't ever improve. That is, if you can. Pisces. You're an emotional sign by nature, but you can also be cool and calm, even calculating when the situation calls for it. And the planets indicate that you are faced with such a situation now. Be resolute in your response and keep your feelings to yourself. Aries, don't make up your mind too quickly about a situation today because you may have to change your viewpoint quite radically later on. The planets warn the matter is nowhere near as simple as some people have been telling you, so be cautious. Taurus, you must check the small print in any kind of document you are presented with today, even if the people you are dealing with have been completely honest with you in the past, you still cannot afford to take what they claim at face value. Gemini, you may not be an emotional type by nature, but try not to give the impression that you don't care about other people's feelings. Not only is it likely to rebound on you financially, but it's not true either and could damage your reputation. Cancer, you know, as usual, you seem to be worrying about things that are not worth the time or the effort. The sun remains in your sign until the 22nd. So why not get your act together and create something marvelous and smile while doing it? Leo, it may annoy you to discover that someone you thought was a friend has been talking behind your back, but it's really no big deal. So don't waste too much time on it. Either forgive them and forget about it altogether, or you can end the friendship right now. Virgo, what occurs over the next few days will cause you to revise some of your most deeply held convictions. And if you have to admit to yourself that you got it wrong, then do so. It's not the end of the world, and no one, eat, uh, no one else need know about it. So Libra, you must keep control of your emotions today because... If you let your anger show, even a little bit, your arrivals will take it as a sign that their negative tactics are getting to you and will turn up the heat even more. So act as if you don't care. Scorpio, something you value will be taken away from you today, and to begin with, it will feel like a huge loss. But when the sun changes signs at the weekend, you'll realize that it has actually done you a favor. The fact is, it was holding you back. 
Sagittarius, as one door closes, so another door will open over the next 24 hours. So don't let your disappointment of having to give up on something affect your mood. Instead, look around for new possibilities. It's unlikely you'll have to look far. Capricorn, try not to get caught up in emotional issues that are of no real consequence, at least not to you personally. The moment you find yourself focusing on things that usually would not bother you in the slightest is the moment you need to take stock. And these are your horoscopes for July 17th. If you were born today, July 17th, don't worry if over the next few months the plans you make meet with a certain amount of negativity from family and friends. They have your interests at heart, of course, but they cannot see the grand design as you can. So, this time, ignore them and carry on. You are versatile and are clever enough to wrap your brain around virtually anything you want to understand. You are an odd mix of progressive and traditional, as you can certainly identify injustices and root for the underdog. But you can be very stubborn in your own ways of thinking, balking at change just for the sake of change. You are extraordinarily intelligent and a very interesting conversationalist. You see things through. Famous people born today include Phyllis Diller, Art Linkletter, Donald Sutherland, David Hasselhoff, Camilla Parker Bowles, James Cagney. Happy birthday, Cancers! Today in Rock, July 17th, in 1961, Motown Records releases the Supreme second single, Buttered Popcorn, with Who's Loving You on the flip side. The record featuring Florence Ballard on lead vocal would be a total flop. 1965, King Records releases Papa's Got a Brand New Bag by James Brown, and it would go on to sell 2 million, over 2 million copies, and receive the Grammy Award for the Best R&B Recording. The Miracles that year, Tracks of My Tears, is released, and it will reach number 16 in the U.S. and number 9 in the U.K. and sell over a million copies. In 1967, Jimi Hendrix either quit or was fired as the opening act for the Monkees' U.S. tour after only five days. Mickey Dolenz later recalled, Jimmy would amble out onto the stage, fire up the amps, and break out into purple haze, and the kids in the audience would instantly drown him out with, We want Davy. God, it was embarrassing. Hendrix's replacement was Vanilla Fudge. The Beatles released All You Need Is Love, Baby You're a Rich Man, originally titled One of the Beautiful People, in the U.S., where it would go on to become their 14th number one single. During the live recording of All You Need Is Love, John can be clearly seen chewing gum while singing the lead vocal. 1968, the Beatles film Yellow Submarine debuted in theaters this week, the Fab Four weren't originally too keen about the picture, but after seeing elements of the cartoon, liked it enough to make a cameo appearance at the end. The voices in the film 
were actually actors and not the Beatles themselves. But Ringo Starr said that years later, people, will, people were still asking him why he pushed the button that created all of the chaos in the animated picture. 1971. John Lennon and Yoko Ono appear on the BBC late-night talk show Parkinson, where John chastises the British media for calling Yoko ugly and for saying that she broke up the Beatles. In 1972, a bomb explodes under a Rolling Stones equipment truck in Montreal. And although no one is hurt, the blast blows out the cones of 30 speakers stored inside. It's never determined who planted the dynamite, and the show went on as planned. 1974, the Moody Blues opened their own 32-track recording studio in London. It was the first in Britain to be equipped for quadraphonic recording, a now almost forgotten form of stereo which required a playback system with four speakers. In 1975, after 10 years of marriage, Ringo Starr and Maureen Cox are officially divorced. She had briefly dated Paul McCartney before taking up with Ringo and was later linked with George Harrison in her book, John, Cynthia Lennon wrote that after her divorce from Ringo, Maureen was so upset that she rode a motorbike at full speed into a brick wall and required plastic surgery to repair injuries to her face. Maureen died at the age of 48 on December 30, 1994. Hmm. 1979, Gary Moore left Thin Lizzy during a U.S. tour and was replaced by former Slick guitarist Midge Ure. 1982, Valley Girl by Frank Zappa and his 14-year-old daughter Moon Unit enters the Billboard Pop Chart at number 75. It will peak at number 32 in August. Chicago's Chicago 16 album enters the Hot 200. The LP featured the number one hit Hard to Say I'm Sorry and ultimately went platinum reaching number nine. In 1991, a revamped version of Leonard Skinner opened their world tour in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And James Brown was honored by the state of Georgia for his comeback after a two-year prison term. The proclamation cited the Godfather of Soul for his unique brand of funk. In 1996, Chaz Chandler, who was the basis for the animals as well as Jimi Hendrix's manager died in a British hospital at age 57. He had been undergoing tests related to an aortic aneurysm. In 2004, nearly half of the 4,500 people in the audience walked out of Linda Ronstadt's show with the Baltimore Symphony Orchestra at the Aladdin Resort and Casino in Las Vegas after... The singer dedicated an encore of Desperado to filmmaker Michael Moore and urged the crowd to see his film Fahrenheit 9-11. That is weird. I don't even understand the whole thing. Okay. 2007. An L.A. Superior Court judge ordered Michael Jackson to pay more than $2.5 
$256,000 in legal fees to a firm that handled some of the side issues during his 2005 child molestation trial. Um, the law firm apparently sued the 48-year-old King of Pop for failing to pay legal fees for preventing the release of some information to the public and to lawyers in civil cases during his 2005 criminal trial in Santa Barbara County. Oh, boy, Michael, Michael, Michael. 2009, Gordon Waller of the pop duo Peter and Gordon died of cardiac arrest at the age of 64. Waller and his partner Peter Asher were part of the 1960s British invasion. They had a string of hits, including A World Without Love, I Don't Want to See You Again, I Go to Pieces, and Lady Godiva. And in 2011, Bruce Springsteen made a surprise appearance to, um, at a tribute to Clarence Clemens at the Wonder Bar in Asbury Park, New Jersey. The boss played a 45-minute set to an intimate crowd of 400 people. Hey, that's not bad. And this is your day in rock. Remember, light travels faster than sound, and this is why some people appear bright until you hear them speak. So on Science and How Stuff Works website, they are talking about how this lunar eclipse, which I mentioned yesterday, is scientifically going to be the longest eclipse of the century. So it says... The second total lunar eclipse of 2018 is coming on July 27th. You should really try and catch this one if you can because it's going to be special. Astronomers calculate that the upcoming eclipse will be the longest of the entire 21st century. On the night of January 31st, 2018, millions of people in Asia, Australia, and the Pacific and Western North America already enjoyed the sight of a crimson moon in the sky. This was the most recent lunar eclipse, and as the second full moon to occur in January, it had the added distinction of being a blue moon to boot. NASA tells us that this eclipse lasted for a grand total of 3 hours and 23 minutes. However, it was only a total eclipse for 1 hour and 16 minutes within that span. Planet Earth casts a shadow on the moon with two major components. Its outer flank is called the penumbra, and in this area, the sun's light is only partially blocked. The inner core of the shadow is called the umbra, a region that receives no direct sunlight whatsoever. But of course, visible light comes in a well-documented spectrum. Different colors have wavelengths of different sizes. The shortest are reserved for violet and blue, while green, yellow, and orange rest in the middle of the pack. Then you've got red light, which boasts the longest wavelength. The Earth's atmosphere does a good job of scattering the colors with short and mid-sized wavelengths away from the umbra, yet red light refracts or bends around the planet and enters this darkest portion of its shadow. Now a total lunar eclipse can only happen when a full moon enters the umbra. Thanks to the aforementioned light refraction, the moon always looks rusty red during these eclipses. With all this information in mind, 
Let's revisit the eclipse of January 31st, 2018. That night, the moon spent two hours and seven minutes traveling through the penumbra. By definition, the eclipse didn't become total until the moon slipped into the umbra, where, as we've said, it loitered for one hour and 16 minutes. NASA projects that the July 27th sequel is going to last for an hour and 43 minutes. At that length, it'll be longer than any other total lunar eclipse within our present century. It's going to stand head and shoulders awful over, I'm sorry, an awful lot of competition. You see, the 21st century is due to experience, oh my God, no less than 228 lunar eclipses overall. So yeah, the July 27th spectacle is kind of a big deal. Unfortunately, lunar eclipses aren't something that everybody gets to see. This month's record-setting lunar event will only be visible in Europe, Asia, Australia, Africa, and parts of South America. North American stargazers shouldn't despair, though. The website Time and Date plans to live stream the entire thing. So while glimpsing it online may not be as cool as watching it outside, at least you can get a glimpse of it. 228 lunar eclipses in a century. Woo! That's a lot. All right. More information and more to come. See you tomorrow. Bye.